0: Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building, and communication. Hi, forget post implementation reviews. Yeah, that's right. I'm saying forget them, they are a waste of time. What I find is that no one follows up on the useful feedback provided during a PIR. People from the team, your sponsor, whoever you have involved in your post implementation review or PIR is gonna provide you with valuable feedback. They will tell you where your processes are not working. They will tell you where the communication's breaking down. They will explain to you where there's a disconnection with what's due, what should have happened versus what did happen. And yet most of the time that information or that feedback is not taken seriously and it's not followed up. So why bother? Why bother having a post-implementation review? When you have a PIR, the other thing you'll notice is that people want to only say what they think they should say and not speak the truth, because the truth is often not good, not positive. You know, it's about something that didn't work properly. And so they get scared to speak the truth. So they only say what they think they should say. So what's the value in that? There's no value at all. It's useless. If they're not going to speak their truth, why waste the time? Their time, everybody else's time, the time for creating the PIR report. You know, it's a complete and utter waste of time. And the other thing that happens is there's usually lots of politics at play between the teams. What I notice is oftentimes there'll be a blame game going on in the PIR. It'll it'll be about, you know, which team didn't do each team didn't deliver, the fact that you know they should have, they could have, there'll be lots and lots of advice and criticism and blame going on. Again, why bother? What's the use? You got that the whole time during the project. That's what was going on. So why would you bother hearing it again in a post-implementation review? Then somebody goes, so that you hold the meeting, all right, utter waste of time but you hold the meeting and they wrote a report well does anyone take the report seriously no they don't again it's a waste of time and space someone's going to sit and write a report take the notes from this meeting take the what they heard and put it down in their own manner, sometimes, you know, skewing it so that it doesn't sound as bad as what it could be, because we all know that it's not good to have it called out that, you know, this was an actual an utter utter failure because we didn't follow process and we didn't communicate and we basically failed at our jobs. We don't want to see that. And so we're going to just tweak the report a little bit so it doesn't sound quite as bad as what it could why bother then of course you note that there are these items in the PIR that are actions that could really be actioned but why bother you've ticked the box you've run your PIR your project's finished all done all dusted you don't need to bother about it anymore you run the PIR the report goes in the bottom drawer with you know all the other project documents and it's forgotten And those actionable items aren't actioned at all. So, why did you run the PIR in the first place? Why did you bother? And you know, when those actionable items are written, they're not always spelled out as actionable items, are they? They're oftentimes just wishy-washy statements again to hide the true situation or to hide the true facts of where the failure was in terms of the process or the breakdown in communication or whatever it is that would normally be positive and valuable feedback. Well, they're not spelled out and so there's really not a lot of actionable items because you don't really want to have to action anything. Your job's done again why bother with a post-implementation review why not just forget it the truth is that the only way to make PIRs valuable is to do these six things firstly listen with an open mind Be open to hearing all of the feedback that you're going to be given in this post-implementation review, good or bad. It is really valuable and it's a value to listen to it and take note of it. And it's not about for you and your project, you and your project are finished, they're finishing up, fair enough. But what about the projects to follow? What if this is standardized process in relation to project management in your business and your organization, that could be changed to mean that the next project delivers when yours didn't, if these items were actioned. Think about it that way. This is not about you, it's about the guys in front of you those new project managers and new projects that haven't even started yet. The second way to make the PIR valuable is to consider all feedback as valuable. The good, the bad, and the very, very ugly. There really is value in any feedback as long as you're open to it. The third way to make your PIR valuable is to create a space where people feel it's okay to speak the truth no matter what. This is about you showing them that you really are open-minded and you really do want to hear what they have to say in terms of feedback. If you show them that you're open to their feedback, you really want to hear it, you do really want to take note of it and that you will action it, they'll be more likely to give you the truth, their truth of how they see it. Now, the thing to remember with feedback is feedback is about my perception of what went on. It's got nothing to do with you. Did you notice I said it's about my perception? So if you think that feedback's about you, well, think again. It's really not. It's someone else's view of it and they might have a valid point if you're open to sitting and listening to it. That There was a breakdown in communication between this team and this team. Well, if you're open and you sit back, was that true? More often than not, the answer is going to be yes. That is what happened. And if you're open to hearing it, then again, like I said, you can help put some processes and change processes and put things in place so that that doesn't happen again for the next project that's kicked off in the business. The fourth thing and fourth way to make PIRs valuable is to take the feedback and create an action item from it. This means that you're getting the most out of the feedback. So listen to the feedback and then say, well, okay, what's this about? Is it about a process? Is it about a team? Is it about a policy? Is it about structure? Is it about an instruction or a direction? In general, what is it about? And then create an action item that relates to that particular thing. Because if you do that, it then means that your feedback is valuable and it's going to be used in a way that makes change. And that's why you run a PIR in the first place. The fifth thing to make a PIR valuable is to action the feedback. Don't just let it slip through, go and talk to your PMO or talk to your manager. Talk to the business sponsor for each of the action items who might be responsible for making the change and then go about giving that information to that person to and ask them to take action to make the change. Because, as I said, to go back and be able to use the feedback in a valuable way is of value to you and the business and those projects moving, all the new projects moving forward. And that's of value to the business as a whole. And the last way to make PIRs valuable is to follow through and make those changes necessary so the same mistakes don't happen again this is the best best value you can get out of any PIR and in my mind and in my view every PIR should be adding value back to the business by changing something unless you get a perfectly gold card PIR where they say everything was perfect then of course you don't need to bother And I really, really sincerely doubt that that's the case. There will always be things that haven't worked that could be tweaked or changed even in minor ways. So follow through on those action items that come out of your PIR if you follow these few steps and make the changes necessary so that moving forward, your projects, any projects that are developed for the business have a better and more likelihood of success. After all... That's what it's all about, isn't it? Making the change successful for the business in the best and most efficient way possible. Till next week. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.